Skinny, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. It's your man, Fly Fonzarelli. You are now tuned into the Fact Check Podcast, episode 28, brought to you by FCLG, that's First Class Lifestyle Group, and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. We are now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, TuneIn Ad, Podbean, Podomatic, www.factcheckpodcast.com, and wherever else your funky ass get your motherfucking podcast. We back, nigga. We, we 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 had a brief hiatus due to some health complications on my end, but guess what? We fresh off quarantine. We in this bitch. It's a celebration, nigga. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we back, nigga. With my man Kodak saying, "This the Luke Belair." I mean. <laughs> And I, I was watching y'all niggas too, man. Y'all niggas not fucking with us. I only seen one nigga drop a podcast in two weeks. Y'all not fucking with the underground content kings, baby. You feel me? Because all we do is party, bullshit, and hit you in, in the head with relentless hip-hop content. Shout out my nigga Fly Fonz. We're back, man. You already know what time it feeling, is, man. man? I, I feel great now, fever, nigga. Man. Been like, in this bitch for two weeks, you feel me? I know how that guy... I done been in the house... I'll say, yo, the longest time I've been in the house was when I quit doing cable and went to my current job, mm. and it ended up being like a three-month gap, two, three-month gap. Yeah, you got to love those, right? I know. I was in the house <laughs> like, yo, get me out of here. Like, yo, I hate It's only but so now. much making beats every day, smoking, watching YouTube. After like a week of that shit. Well, I stopped getting high off weed about three days ago. <laughs> Um, yes, and I've just been getting bucked up watching ID, A&E, and, uh, all that good stuff. I did see Tenant. That was fucking awesome. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Um, make sure when you watch it, you get a high-quality one, right. and the sound ain't fucked up. Because right. some of them cams, there's like three or four of them floating around right now, 
one of them shits, the sound is horrible. Trash, yeah, and my yeah. wife really couldn't pick up on what the fuck was going on. Now, I got it off the first watch because I'm just a Christopher Nolan fan. So you, yeah. after you watch a couple of his movies, you know what kind of shit to look out for. You feel me? But without giving away any spoilers, yeah, that shit was hard. So um, check that out. What else I watched? Gangs of London. I oh, think yeah. I finished. When I saw you talk about that one, I was like, oh, dad, that's some shit I forgot to put you on. Did you, you check it out? Yeah. yeah, I seen that oh, a while a ago. months ago. Son, when I was that into shit that was shit. so fucking hard, John. Because it comes on. It's on a UK channel. Yeah, but I Sky think TV you can or some get shit. it here. If, I, it's like it was like Showtime or some shit. Yeah, it wasn't on Showtime. So You're yeah, right. that's why. I, like I just happened to catch it on my Fire Stick one day and was like, "What's this? Gangs in London? All right, cool." Yeah, this shit was hard. But uh, this other shit I seen on Amazon Prime like um, a couple weeks ago. It's called Arkansas. Arkansas. It's got um, Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Um, what's my man named John Malkovich? Yeah. Um. Which one is the older brother? Liam Neeson? Not Liam. Uh, not Neeson. What's uh? Owen Wilson? Nah. Um, Molly Cyrus, boy, ex ex husband's brother. Um, he's uh Cyrus, Thor. Oh, Helmsworth. Yeah, Liam hmm. is Liam. Okay, I guess I he would be he's, the he's younger. The older one. Then it's Chris, the older one. Yeah. And um, what's the other young dude? Uh, what movie was that? You ever seen that movie? Oh shit! What the fuck was your win? Yo, that was uh, remember the young dude that came on the office? That was almost like looked like a young Dwight a little bit. Came on later on in the show. The black um, with the glasses and the the hair kind of like hair. No. Oh man, yo, what the fuck is your now? I'm gonna pull this shit up, yo. It's all good though. That shit was good. <clears throat> It's like these dudes sell drugs for this dude down there. In Arkansas. Right. Okay. But it's like, so they meet the dude, right? Mm. Like they go to this little, I don't want to give too much away. They meet him. They're trying to figure out who he is because they never seen him. Mm-hmm. And it's like one part where they go and they're face to face with him. And don't he knows know who it. they are, but yeah. they don't know. So it's like the whole movie, they keep seeing him and dealing with him and from time to time. Realize. But doesn't, they don't know who the fuck he is. Okay. Clark Duke, that's his name. Yo, right here. <laughs> He's in it, so the shit's real good. So that's another one. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I just be watching shit. So, all right, man. Well, we've been gone for a week and a half. So, uh, fortunately, when I got uh, told to be on quarantine, we already had one in the bag. So we really only missed one week. But we still hit y'all with a playlist last week. So uh, make sure y'all bastards check that shit out. We just gonna get straight into the new man we ain't got a whole bunch of segments today because i honestly didn't know we would be recording until yesterday so yeah y'all getting another one of our off the cuff episodes but uh big sean dropped detroit 2 today or last night uh now me personally i am not the biggest big sean fan out here i always thought well when he first came out i thought he was a fucking cornball um I really didn't start even liking his raps till Mercy. And then uh, the song with Drake, Blessings on Blessings on Blessings. Yeah. And that was about my extent of Big Sean see, music now. I've been a fan of Sean since, was that like, what tape was it that Kanye dropped? Was it the Can't Tell Me Nothing mixtape? Mm. He dropped right before uh, graduation. He had Sean on there. Okay. And that was when I first... That was like the first time hearing him. Yeah, because it was a song called... Um, Get you some. Okay. 
but like I remember like there was a whole remember the whole controversy of what they call it the the super duper flow that Sean and Drake were both using. No. And then Luda started using it. You know how Drake uh was that uh it's going down basement yes. kind of shit. <laughs> so they was trying to say Drake started the shit. Yeah. Drake was and it was real that was really Sean's shit. Cause Sean had a song called Super Duper Flow. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Sean so being kinda the like, one that kind of bought that to the game. <laughs> so I always told people like, yo, like even when he first came out, I like I like I heard him before Drake. Mm-hmm. So when Drake came out, I was kind of like, he's taking bits and pieces of Sean shit. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? It's just that Drake's more presentable to a, broad, a broader audience. Yeah, Drake's so, flow is more digestible. Right. So I'm like, <sighs> damn, yo, he Drake is going to pop like more than he does, not before, but he's gonna it's going to be bigger just off the simple fact it's more presentable and digestible to the average motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But I've always put Sean in that class with Drake. Cole Kendrick, it's like him. It was Drake, Cole Kendrick, Wale. Those were them niggas that all came out around that time together. You feel what I'm saying? And it, this is my thing, though. I don't put J Cole in the same class with those guys. I really just think it's Sean and Kendrick, to be honest. That's really. That's what I really want. to Now, say. no disrespect to Wale. That's my but guy. Wale is one of my favorites. He's but a different kind of artist, if you ask me. He was, and I, and the reason I don't put Wale, I can't really say. I said he's in that class, and I think I might have misspoke because Wale really was out before all of them niggas. Wale was out like oh six, oh seven. Mm. So by That's the time so Sean ago. and them came out, fourteen fucking years ago, bro. Right. By the time Sean and all them niggas really hit, Wale already had a single with Gaga. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of niggas ain't like that shit. But I Kendrick that ain't got no single with Gaga, bro. Wale had fucking niggas forget Wale came up under Mark Ronson, but that's a whole nother. How did he pull that off? Cause of the Ronson connect. You know why? I think, well, I think Gaga might have been on Atlantic at the time. Wasn't that where Wale's first album was? There's a connection there somewhere. I just can't remember. I forgot who put that together. I remember. I yeah. But I was like, yo, because I don't even remember that song. Like, I was like, niggas was like, oh, this shit ain't all that. That shit was hard. What's that? <coughs> Is that Poker Face? Nah, the were wildin', uh It was the uh, DC chilling, PG chilling. My name Wale, and I came to. Yeah. Like, niggas was like, I'm like, this shit cool. Like, I think I just think niggas didn't like it just because. I like Wale's, uh, like, early shit. I, I like Wale I on them go-go joints he was doing. I had a nigga try to tell me niggas in D.C. didn't fuck with Wale, and I was like, bro. He was you know, the prototype. I was bro. like, you know, half them niggas in D.C. only got dreads because Wale got dreads. Before Wale had dreads, the nigga, it was a lot of niggas that I knew from that area with dreads. Yo. But once Wale did it, that shit grew ten times. I'm not trying to misspeak, but Wale like put on for the Africans, yo. After Wale came out, like hey. it was so many Africans coming out, man. Shout out my nigga he made, Gabe. Um, he made it cool to be Nigerian. What's this nigga name? It's one nigga in DC I fuck with through my nigga Gabe. I forget his name though. Couldn't have been that hard. Anyway, um, so yeah, Big Sean drops. I was pleasantly surprised by 21 fucking tracks. You really don't see that nowadays. But that's how I knew of, it would be quality. I because... A lot of them was like. Two minutes, two and a half. I mean... But still. Yeah, bro, from what I'm seeing, I mean, we talking about 232, 408, 351, 319, 344. It's not like you just phoning them in with a minute 30s, you feel me? And then even the skits, which is stories from uh, Badu, Chappelle, and Stevie Wonder, those are kind of lengthy, too. The longest shit is your joint, the Friday Night Cypher. Did you see the meme I posted? 
where they had them niggas as the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> I was like, yo, like I said, a nine, like I didn't, I didn't even realize the song was as long as it was until I was listening to it and Royce rapped and I was like, all right, only person ain't rapped yet was M. How long? And I was like, damn, it's six minutes in and M ain't even rapped yet. Yeah. I was like, damn, this shit's long. Shout out to them niggas for putting Boldy on there, though. Boldy, I think a, Payroll. I think a lot um, of niggas scared of him right now. Boldy. Uh, and shout out to 40, 42 set it off, right? Nah, that was um, T Grizzly. It was T Grizzly, I Cash Doll. T Grizzly Dog. was at the end somewhere. Nah, T Grizzly rap because he come on there. Uh, it's that clip sample. Why the fuck I let it talk? I let the clip slam you. Mm. Or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Cash Doll killed it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, she was all right. She, She's one of the few female rappers niggas don't speak about. But Yeah, you want to know why? Because she can actually rap. Right. And uh-uh. she's not afraid to rap with the dude, so. What's your favorite song on here? Um, All right, like you the, give me a couple. Uh, Still I Rise with him and Dom. Yeah, the last song? That yeah. was hard as shit. That beat is bananas. Like, when I looked at, you know me, I look at the credits and shit. Mm-hmm. When I saw the list of the producers on there, I was like, oh, Sean ain't fucking around. Mm-hmm. Like, That's probably he, why it took so long to I come out. I think he's got, like, it may be one or two Key Wayne productions on that bitch. Mm. Like, a lot of niggas don't, might not, you might not hear Key Wayne name a lot, but mm. that nigga produced Partition for Beyonce. You feel what I'm no saying? More. So, <laughs> let you know the. I like. Um, and the, he's a Detroit nigga. I like Why Would I Stop, the first song mm-hmm. on there. Um, I don't, now, I don't like Deep Reverence. I just don't think it. I, and the place in the album, yeah, not as um, much. It's he, still a he should have saved that single. to the. If he had saved that to like the second to last song, yeah, probably would have came off. If, if he'd have put that right before the Dom joint, I think that yeah. shit would have set off a little bit. Uh, the Dave Chappelle story was dope as shit. Um, I did like Zen the fuck out. That was cool. There's a song with Travis Adlibs that doesn't. That's, that's Zen the fuck out. Zen the fuck out has the Travis Adlibs. You sure? Yeah, because okay. he got a song, the Lithuania joint. It's the one Travis, with Travis. All which right. I actually, I was, I like it. I wasn't mad at that. Because I like that Hit Boy didn't put, like, the trap drums on it. Mm-hmm. I like that he just put regular. That was, probably, that was probably the compromise, it. though. And Travis you know, still Travis, floated on it. Travis has to have some sort of creative measure on everything he's on. So the compromise is probably Sean was, all right, well, I'll let you get this other track, but let Hit Boy just get this one. You feel me? And I think, like, I, I, you can tell by the melody, it's a Travis melody. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that's where his his aspect of the production might have came in, where yeah. it was more on the, the melody and the drums was Hit Boy. Uh, if you had to rate it out of 10, what would you give it? I'm going to say eight and a half right now. Damn, that's pretty fucking high, dude. I like the shit, man. I yeah, I do like, I like it. Sean I do Hill, like it a so. lot. I think right. it's the right balance of good lyrics with good production, and not on a Griselda level where all we're talking about is like street shit and bricks and shit. You know what I'm saying? This it's nigga just, has some very introspective shit on here. He be talking. About he some said, shit. Um, "Damn," he said some hard ass shit. It was like some some current shit, yeah, but yeah. it was like some introspective shit. I can't remember what I it was is. Even right like now. yo, like, like. They talked about it on Joe shit where he talked about how he called the nigga Kendrick at the nip pass. Was like, yo, like we really ain't even had no issue other than the little slick shit we've been saying back and forth on songs. Like, but see, I don't <laughs> see nothing wrong with that. If it, it ain't no issue, niggas could. But be... I guess he just wanted to call him because he know that was Nip Man's. 
You like, wanted to call them because them niggas move militant and shit over there. Them niggas don't be playing no games. And I guess it's, like I said, I think it's because he like, yo, I know he going through it. That's, Nick was one of his homies. They wasn't super close, but they was Bro, cool it enough. Can't, it, I knew it ain't no smoke with them over there because ain't Shorty cool with Ab and them niggas? She, yeah, she used to be she with She from around, niggas. yeah. Hey, so that's how you know. That's the nigga. Like, come on, like, bro. Niggas ain't going to violate you, know them you them like that. Sit around. You, them niggas, I'm sure Sean has sat in rooms with them niggas multiple times. Like just kicking it, like studio shit, whatever. Yeah. Because she, I think, I think I like Sean right now because I would rather hear that mental health shit from him as opposed to like Charlemagne. Yeah, you feel me? I got some shit to talk about Charlemagne, but we can get to that. Oh, a we'll later. definitely yeah. get to that. I don't, I don't, we we I probably heard, gonna need a new segment called Pod Wars. Or like, cause I even heard like, yo, when I listened to. I watched the the what the Breakfast Club had to say about it just to hear what he was. Okay, let's get into it now, bro. Just because I was like, yo, like we talking for context, we talking about there's been like a uh, week long, week and a half long thing going on between Joe Button and Charlemagne the God. So Joe goes on his his platform, which will not be on Spotify moving forward, and starts to air out Spotify for a couple things. I mean, and it's within his right on his fucking platform. However, the next day, Charlemagne borderline gave him donkey of the day. And, um, right, that's what I like. Basically was saying, you know, if you keep getting into the same situation in different places, maybe you're the problem and you shouldn't be burning bridges like this. And I really don't even think Joe's burning bridges because he's right, still not he, putting he niggas' names out there. And he even said, he said, yo, Joe said it. He was like, yo, I'm not saying that me and Spotify can't do business in the future. Mm. He's just like, I'm just saying, as of right now, this shit ain't gonna work. Well, we haven't potted since all of this shit started. Right. So, how do you feel about the whole Joe Button situation, first and foremost? I feel he's smart for leaving, because at the end of the day, like he said, and I even said it from the jump, like, I feel like he should get a bag because he was the first nigga over there, for real. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like, yo, like, what Ye said about uh, Virgil and the Louis shit. He was like, yo, um, he was like, but you, oh, Nick was like, but you opened the door for him. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, I opened the door, but I wanted to be the one to go through it. He was like, that's really why. I mean, he was like, yo, honest. he was like, yo, yeah, I cried with him because that's my man and I'm happy for him to get it, but I was also crying because I was like, damn, that was supposed to have been me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Joe is looking at it like, yo, I opened the door for niggas and you letting everybody out. We letting niggas in. Yeah, that's cool. But you letting, like he said, they, they, when you start just putting random motherfuckers with certain, a certain level, giving them podcasts, you're going to fuck the market up. All right. And that's what happened. Now, I would like to walk back a couple of things I said on this podcast. I have a habit of talking real reckless off of, um, I'm very impulsive. And when all this shit started, I really thought that nigga was leaving because he was in his feelings that they gave Joe Rogan all that money and wasn't going to give it to him. And come to find out, that's not necessarily the case. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think they he gave, is definitely resentful of Joe Rogan for they getting gave everybody deal, money except him. Except him. <laughs> and when you and up. when you really think about it like that, it's kind of fucked up, yo. It that's really why I was is. like, yo, and I, I kind of felt like, yo... Because, like, after Joe came on, after Joe got with Spotify, mm. you started seeing a lot more. And once they realized the numbers, they was like, oh, shit, mm. this podcasting shit serious. But it's like, nah, Joe's podcasting shit is serious. Yeah. Everybody's not going to give you. Button is the Rogan of the hip-hop pods. 
Like, let's just be honest, you know. Everybody's not going to bring you them numbers. You can't expect them numbers from everybody. And it's not his fault, his, competi- his competition. Uh, Combat Jack passed away, RIP. Taxes, Taxes is locked up. That was really right. his only comp. Exactly. And because think, brilliant idiots wouldn't be classified as a hip hop pod. Not Schultz is too, comedy. Yeah, Schultz. And the thing is, about it is, I think even Joe, there's got to be some relationship with Joe and Tax. Like, and I think Charlemagne even brought it up mm. because, like, you know, Joe's got the pull up, right? Mm-hmm. Tax had a show called Pull Up with Complex. I think he only did like one or two episodes of it, but he had some shit called Pull Up. Yeah, I'm Complex. That. So, I, like, there's no way that Joe got that off. You feel me? Like, like, and I know that there's that that classic episode of Tax where Joe walked out, and but the niggas are cool. Like, yeah. Tax has said it a number of times. Joe has said it a number of times. We talk all the time. Oh, yeah. So I think there had to have been something where Tax was like, yo, fuck it. If you can take that shit and make it what it is, I don't know if that's for sure. I'm not, I'm just spitballing, but... I feel like there there was that because there's no way Charlemagne was like, come on, bro. Well, maybe if it was on Complex, the whole idea in the first place was Joe's. It might have been. He might have gave gave whatever to Complex. And let Tax rock with it. Then when he left Complex, was like, nah, Mm -hmm. I could probably see that too. But it's like I said, yo. Because Joe is a, um, he has some sort of executive role at Revolt. Yeah. Like, that's that's, that's one thing he said. That's another thing he said. He was like, Charlemagne, you talking all this shit. He's like, but my Revolt deal is great. He yeah, like, how come then, it's like he's like the, the place where the black people run it? Then the one thing to give me about Joe that I always took note of, like when they be talking about that industry ranking shit on there, that nigga is in a fantasy football league with who is it? Mike Joey Kaiser, Ae, Kaiser, Ja Rule, fucking Ja Rule, hey. a whole bunch of other exactly. You gotta remember shit. though, it's like, like the come kid, on, fam. like at the end of the day, like that's the old, it's the old Def Jam building, it's old Pretty Def much. Jam. So it just happens to be that old Def Jam. Mm. Def Jam like late 90s early 2000s they the niggas that run those are the power players in the industry right now because they they the shit that they did then mm-hmm. is set in stone you can't I don't think Steve Rifkin gets enough credit though we'll get that's a, that's a whole number we could do a whole show on that shit but I mean yeah. um, so back like, to the Charlemagne shit though yo. Like I felt like yo I'm like Charlemagne it's like he said yo he was like my nigga like you not gonna understand it because I own my shit. You don't, Charlemagne. Like I, I tell niggas, I said when it, I thought about this last night. I was like, yo, Charlemagne the God. I know why a lot of niggas don't like him uh-huh. because you know how all these niggas go to. You know how a lot of motherfuckers when they go to college, they don't know what they really want to go for. They go for communications, yeah. trying to be on radio, TV. You feel what I'm saying? Charlemagne is living most of these niggas' dreams. You feel what I'm saying? He no no fucking degree, no nothing. The niggas on. Radio, he's on TV, he's got a podcast, he's got best-selling books. So, I'm like, and he did all this shit just being himself. So, niggas hate that shit. That's one of the things I've always said. But I was like, yo, like, outside of the his main platform, like Joe said, his main platform, mm-hmm. he doesn't own that. Like, Dame, Dame tried to explain that shit to them niggas what they thought Dame was just in there wilding. Nah, Dame was like my nigga. If your kids wanted a job in here, you couldn't just be like, yeah, you can't. So for him to even speak on that Joe shit, like, you can't, bro. Like, Joe did what he did. Joe had enough. Joe did numbers for years without Spotify on his own, paying for that shit out of pocket. Fam, if it wasn't for Joe Button, we probably wouldn't even be doing this fucking podcast right now, bro. Like, real spill. 
Just rap, call it like, what it is, bro. Like, <clears throat> this nigga successfully, niggas don't like Joe because he successfully transitioned from being a rapper into something else. Like, no, I think, and please believe we're not dick riding here, but respect where respect due. I think niggas fuck with him, especially niggas like us, because he had the four, he was one of the first people to have foresight into what this shit would be. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Button TV? Like, right. Like, come on now. Like, you seen ever you seen so many people on like you seen Nikki early on Joe Button TV. Like, he was one of the first people really championing for her. Mm. Like, it's a lot like yo. Joe been around for what, twenty years? Like felt something like that. Yeah, ninety nine, so, I believe. Like he deserved to be waiting. Hey. Oh, I to get it on. Should spin that shit. It came yeah. out the TV. Yo, that shit. video is so creepy. Yo, yo, did you see the versus battle they did on Joe Button Fitz? Yeah. With him and Fab? Yeah, you know I oh seen it. Oh my god. You know I, seen I was at work dying off that shit. All right. Another new music. Um, the the boy dropped something. Uh, Tattle Tales. Oh, yeah. I skimmed through. I had to. All right, you don't make me feel as bad then. I, I, I went like to. two. By the time I got to the second song, though, I was like, I can see where this is going, so I'm going to just fall back. But you know the thing about it is listening to some of the lyrics, he's trying to like, oh, man, I wish I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, he's trying to rationalize. So it's kind of like, bro, if you'd have came out as regular <laughs> Duke from the beginning, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I don't want to like if you'd have done like this after you snitched. This nothing shit? about before. Okay, if he'd have just came out from the beginning, yeah, as that guy, yeah, just the funny guy. He'd be good. That makes produced music for the, for the kids and he'd shit. He'd been good. You're if probably he, right. Though. If he'd have done, if he, if he wouldn't have done none of that street shit, yeah, and just kept it at this from the beginning. Sky's the limit. And he's like, yo, I saw Wayno say it. I saw Wayno say it on Everyday Struggle. If he'd have just went the Latin route. Mm-hmm. Probably could have been that man. Probably could have been the next Daddy Yankee. Gasolina. The new, the new nigga name is, uh, what's his name? Anwell. That be on everything. I Anwell thought it was um, Bad, Bad Bunny. It's Bad Bunny, but it's Anwell, too. Oh, for Anwell real? Anwell gets busy. Oh, wow. Anwell is on the, uh, that Meek and Fab joint. Okay. The Uptown oh, Vibes. Oh, that's yo. That's Anwell. Anwell Don't is he on, got uh, something with Cardi B, too? He's on I Like It Like That with uh, him and her and Bad Bunny. Yo, my nigga, I ain't yeah. even gonna hold you. And tell the Cardi <laughs> I Like It Like That shit came out. I thought Bad Bunny was a woman. <laughs> I was like, what's a dude? Yeah, yeah. Niggas was like, it was a dude. I was like, oh, got you. That's some wild. <laughs> uh, Zaytoven drives a new shit. And I did not know that before we started recording. He got like two joints with Keith on him. Niggas always got shit together, though. Yo, Keith coming with some slappers, yo. But it's like, was that you that posted that? It was like, yo, Chief Keith is 25. And he Legend Influenced three generations of Legend Because you gotta think That was that whole Chicago drill era Yep That's which one Which birthed UK drill That's two Which birthed This Brooklyn drill That's three I don't think that's what They're talking about I don't, It's not But it's like <laughs> that's I legit, give you that though. three right there Because <laughs> everybody legit. wanted to be Everybody was drilling and every, That Chirac beat Got a million freestyles 
when that shit came out, that Nikki shit with uh Herbo on it. Yeah. So everybody wanted to be a Chicago driller in that era. I so, made a couple of drill songs, you know. Like Well uh, not drill songs, but like songs on drill beats and yeah, shit. Yeah, so it's like everybody wanted to have that sound. Like and then the UK boys got it and they just did something crazy with it. The all that yo, all they did, bro, it's not that deep, son. All they did was the producers figured out how they kind of um, they kind of they kind of made grime music. All they do is turn the knob on the bass lines, yeah. like just some simple shit. You slide, that a lot, yeah. You they slide just slide in the bass lines, and they kit they put the kit, the you fucking the snares, snares on it, like fives and sevens yeah. instead yeah. of fours and eights. You know yeah. what I'm saying, like. Uh-huh. I sat there, I, you know me, I watched the whole videos on how they do it. I sat there and been like, oh, that shit's easy. Like, okay. But these niggas can't do it over here because like, yo, I really think it's because they don't know the cadences. But you know some wild shit out, so this is some wild shit. So there's a guy from here. Yeah. His name is Doge OK. Okay. From uh, West Baltimore. Shout out, my guy. He signed to EMG. Um, okay. Max B shit. Oh, word. Eloquent Music Genius. Nice. So, I, I know somebody that's, like, affiliated with him, does some stuff with him. So, I was like, he was like, he, beast, he always like, yo, send me some beats, send me some beats. Mm-hmm. My man posted a little snippet of a joint that dude Dolce has got with Max. Mm-hmm. It's about to come out. I was like, oh, shit. Like, shit's hard. My man was like, yo, put, put, I need something. All right, cool. That's, that's neither here nor there, but I'm going through Dolce's shit, listening to some of his shit, just kind of, like, see what kind of music he got. He's got a he's got an actual beat on one of his joints. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, like, all right, like yeah. that gives me that lets me know right there. Like, at least you on your shit enough to know if I'm gonna rap over one of these type of beats. Like, I'm not just gonna go get it from some nigga from here that made it. You know the funny thing though, the UK niggas are like so turned off by these niggas they're starting not to like the fucking um, drill beats. Yeah. And then you gotta it's like yo, you gotta. Like because I think at the beginning of it, like when, when the shit first started and it was just some and within Brooklyn, New mm. York shit, and it's like they're rapping about the same kind of shit them niggas over there rapping about. Yeah. When it comes to it. Down yeah. to it. Now because yeah. I explain I try to explain the niggas time and time again. As much as as fun as the shit sounds and they make it look, like niggas tried to make demon time. Just some a cool saying and shit. Like no, like, niggas for Fabio was like, "Yo, oh, it's just shit that happens after a certain time at night." I think he's trying to clean it up so it just makes sense on a for a broader audience. But mm. at the same time, like the niggas are talking some dark shit, yeah. some crazy, like niggas get killed behind that shit. So it's just like the Chicago shit. Like niggas die behind them records. So it's like. I don't think a lot of niggas understand that when they trying to go make these type records and shit. But that's what the shit. Is gang shit. That's yeah, the only bro. reason I kind of. You can't rap on a drill beat if the content doesn't. When niggas match, was like, man. "Oh, yo, I ain't fuck, I ain't feeling it." This, that, and the third. Nah, you got to get that shit the same respect you give California gangster music. Yeah. The same type is because that's what that shit comes up. That New York, that Brooklyn drill shit comes comes from that. It's from gang shit. So, at the end of the day, the same shit they talk about when, when niggas out California rapping they gang shit mm. and niggas love it. You gotta you gotta get that shit the same respect because that's what it came it came from. So. I don't think a lot of niggas understand that, but it's some. What American waves do you think, Gu- uh, not Gucci, uh, Keith influence? Like, what three waves of rappers would that have been? Uh, I said the whole Chicago. That's one. So, so now we talking about like Dirks and Reeses. And... I, I can't even say Dirk because all and Reese because them niggas came up together. 
Yeah, but it don't it don't it's pop without Keith, and you know right. me it like it doesn't it doesn't it not at all. So it's like, but he brought that whole wave in, like he kicked the door down for the this the Chicago drill, that new era of Chicago all together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll even say a lot of them Atlanta niggas, because some of them niggas was trying to like the I, younger one, right? Like some the ones them, around like Thug Age and shit, right? Like Migos. Some of them niggas were going, trying to have some of that. Because you got to remember, Chief Keith was fucking with Zay, yeah. like, early. like um, Tyler and them niggas used to fuck with your heavier shit. And then I'll even say down to, like, a lot of them, the YNW Mellies, the... Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, all of the, like, it's the... A lot of them newer young guys, low level. Some of them guys, like a lot of them guys you've seen on the freshman covers over the past like four years. Yeah, probably like XXX and all that like, shit. Right, right. Them niggas come from, that's all his, like I remember when that shit first came out. I was just like, it's one of them things. That's how you know it was a, that shit was gonna, he was gonna be around because it was like the first time niggas saying it. It was like, what the fuck is this? With the key shit? Right. Which one though? Like, I'll say like when I seen like, I'm talking about the videos. Yeah. That was really what made me like hearing the songs. I'm like, oh, this shit's, these shits are hard. But once you see the visuals with it, and I guess it was because I knew early, like when I see, I'm like, oh, all this nigga videos, he's in the house. He's on house <laughs> arrest. Niggas like, huh? This nigga's got million view videos. Mm, and ain't left the fucking And it ain't left the living room, my nigga. <laughs> It's 10 niggas in the living room jumping around, smoking weed, guns, no shirts. And it's his grandmother's it's his house. Right, shit. granny's house. That and she's crazy. cool with it. Um, But yeah, shout out to Sosa, yo. Speaking of some sh- Chicago shit, did you see uh, Lupe is making a track, a track project? Mm. Yeah, man. With uh, some nigga named Soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. Um, He said it's almost done. Might change the name, though. Uh, Lupe confirmed the whole EP would be trap based. And the thing about it is, he's talented enough, ill, that he can probably float on them beats. And if he's working with just one producer, mm-hmm. they in there building that shit together. So, like, you got like, hey, it was Lupe, man. Like I tell you, you can't ever count him out, ill. Was there any other uh, new music you uh? checked out this week um, only other shit I seen was uh, uh, I think 42 Mozzie dropped the single yeah I seen the post DJ Envy posted dropped the Envy and fucking come on Envy Envy Fabulous and A Boogie what is that like um not that type Sitting in my car. <laughs> That's corny as shit. Right. It's an R&B title. Bryson Tiller dropped something. Yeah, I seen that, but I'm not an R&B. So man. yo, the little Dirk finesse niggas, man. I believe. I thought so. Dirk was dropping an album. Let's talk about bro. it. I heard Let's album. talk about it. I heard album. The nigga was on Let's IG. Talk about the it. nigga was on IG live at midnight, popping bottles and shit, shaking the champagne up. I'm like, oh, so the album dropped. Yeah. I go check all the streaming sites. The DSPs, no yeah. Dirk album. Just a single. So it's kind of like, damn, yo, you talked <laughs> all this like, yo, 
six nine up for me X amount of dollars to keep trolling with them and yeah. this that and the third three nah, million allegedly. my album coming out bop 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 the and voice album don't come out that's big cap yo but see niggas I don't really fuck with y'all like that I really don't see the big deal I never <laughs> only did only reason I like Dirt is because I think he out of the niggas from the Chicago drill era mm. like Keith's music has progressed, but Dirk has progressed like a lot from where he was. I just thought that shit Content was sing-songy sing for me. I don't like, really like his because I think like I, I don't know for some reason the niggas that be like doing the singing shit, like if they talking some street shit, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, like and that's what Dirk was on like when he first came and Dirk can actually rap. Right. Like so, like his when he was doing the Sign to the Streets mixtapes, mm. where it was like a lot of young chap shit and all of that. Like, rest in peace, Fredo Santana. Yeah, man. Like always. I think I opened up with Fredo last week. Man. Last time we recorded. Smoking it, dope. Right. I'm feeling good. You don't, be, you don't be running Fredo, the car back. Fredo has a. Uh, Fredo had a song with Kendrick early. Yo, that shit was hard. I was going to put that shit on. I don't that, trust these niggas. I don't trust these was that bitches. Jealousy. Yes. Yeah, I bumped that shit like last right. week. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, Dirk. Like, I think just because of the fact that content-wise, you can tell that he's grown. Yeah. And you can hear it in the music. So, always, I think that's why, because it's like, you got to remember, he was like 18, 17, some shit when he came out, too. So, his fans have grown with him, <clears throat> and they've seen the progression over the years. So, I think that's why they, he still... And Vaughn is signed to him, right? I believe so. Yeah. It's like Juice World was signed to uh, Bibi and Herbo. Did not know that. Um, what's Crazy up? Shit. What's up with this Ti Fifty Cent shit, man? The show they got coming out, man. Well, apparently Ti is poised to play uh hip hop cop. Uh, what's the light skinned nigga's name? Um, you know what I find? I forget his name. You know but, what I just find weird about the whole shit is. Two oh, Derek ago, Parker. Two months ago, y'all y'all was going. You were trying to get this, like yo. Now he's still goating them into the verses though. That's but the it's thing. like I feel like that was all promo for this shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? That's kind of how I felt when this shit came out. Mm. Like, come on, Tip. Like, maybe that's why 50 wasn't really buying into that shit as much as Tip was. I kind of, I guess 50, like, come on, yo, what you, <laughs> what the fuck you doing, bro? We got to deal with We, we already doing, like, nigga, we just, we just did something for some M's. Calm down. Like, we good. Like, and I feel like Tip, that, maybe, I, like, I love Tip, yo, don't get me wrong, but Tip just be on some shit sometimes. Yeah, he likes to hear himself talk, yo. So... Um, shout out to the Black Queen Beyonce. She donated one million towards Black-owned small business relief. Um, when was this? This was September third, two thousand twenty. Beyonce. Yesterday her birthday. Was the day her birthday? Was it yesterday her birthday? I don't know when that bitch birthday. I say niggas tell me. I don't know when her birthday is. Uh, Beyonce wants to help more Black-owned small businesses dealing with tough times due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Before celebrating her birthday on Friday, September fourth. The music superstars donated $1 million as a part of the second round of funding for the Black-Owned Small Business Impact Fund. The Grammy Award-winning artist and her Bay Good Foundation partnered with the NAACP to launch the fund Jeez. in July. $10,000 worth of grants were offered to 20 recipients in August as a part of the initiative. Shout out to Beyonce. But not one on her birthday. Happy birthday, boo. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to myself! I'm gonna give y'all some money. I had a sick line back in the day. I was like, um, 
freaky when I'm making a flick. I like it raunchy. Like getting hit in the corner for Beyonce. <laughs> Some wild ass shit. Like I might have rapped over some of her beats. <clears throat> she had a couple albums where it was like Swiss. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, quality control producer Twisted Genius signs a worldwide publishing deal Ooh. for about. I know, right? Yo, what's up with these producers signing these fucking publishing it's because deals? Because they, they get a. Because <clears throat> they get a big check up front. You get what I'm saying? I get it, but I, get, I really don't, bro. And it, and it could be, because the thing about it is it might be for your catalog that's already out. That's how you That's how you can, if you can finesse it into one of them, mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, I didn't already made, I didn't already got a couple publishing checks off of this shit. Mm. I'm a couple hundred thousand up. Because he does a lot of shit with Lil Baby. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So Lil Baby's album has been in the top 10 since the shit came out. This shit ain't new. So she's yeah, been in the top ten damn near all like year. That guy right so there. I think a lot of niggas I think the publishing company's probably like, yo, this nigga shit has been in the top ten all year. Like, we throw this nigga a mill or something like that. Uh. Like Cause this shit ain't gonna stop spinning till next year. Nigga still spending this little baby shit, so this shit obviously worth some money. Little baby baby. Fucking uh, well, shout out to him, dude. Um, now we are gonna hit one of our segments this week. We don't have a name for it, but uh, it re- revolves around esteemed producer Dr. Dre and his estranged wife. <laughs> and we like to get updates on this story because it's very compelling. Yo, to she's us. trying, bro. She's really going hard at it. So this is like our third update. So uh, basically, I'm gonna just read this verbatim. Shout out to uh, Hip Hop DX and. Marissa Mendez. Shout out to you, boo. Uh, the saying, more money, more problems, definitely rings true when you're a billionaire like Dr. Dre and you're going through a divorce. TMZ, oh, fuck them, reports the legendary producer's estranged wife, Nicole Young, has filed docs asking for $1.9 million in monthly spousal support along with the cool $5 million in lawyer fees. As Young remains in their Malibu home with access to all the amenities of their previous lifestyle together, sources close to Dre reportedly say he's planning on pushing back with the argument. His ex is already paying for her living expenses now and doesn't need much more money a month. Sources for Young say she plans (laughs) to argue that she doesn't want to depend on the 2001 creator to pay all of the bills. However, Young filed for a divorce in June, citing irreconcilable differences through a prenuptial agreement was signed in 1996. She has since stated it should be rendered invalid, alleging Dre forced her <laughs> into signing and later changed his mind and destroyed multiple copies of it. If he destroyed, like I said before, if he destroyed multiple copies, that means there was multiple copies to destroy. Yeah. Why is it if every time, how, how is she not questioning why you got so many copies of the prenup? If every time we get into a fight or this nigga like I'm gonna rip this shit up, he's got a whole new one to rip up. Why are you not even like, damn, it's like the fourth one you done ripped up, bro. All right, what's going on here? Yo, shout out my nigga Doc Dre, bro. You heard about Future? His yeah, he got over, trying, right? Yeah. What did she want? Like fifty three bands and she got a like month. Four she stacks. got thirty two. <laughs> Cause Future was like, I'll give you a stack. <laughs> just because you now, asked me. Now for what so does much. that mean though? Like, do you think... It was child support. The court was just like, yo, like, that's a lot of money to ask for, for from a nigga. Mm. 
Mm. It's like even if he he got a lot of kids. So at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, he makes a lot of money, but he's got ah, a lot of kids. Gotcha. So every all the kids have to be taken care of. You can't be getting more than one of the other ones is. All right, look, bro. Shout out Dr. A. Now at this time, uh, on Fact Check Podcast, we're gonna take a brief intermission and segue into our next segment with some words by Vince Staples. Facts, though. But remember when he did that shit to Ray J? Oh my God, you said he never recovered from that. that you think he did? <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying that Ray J's this power is fucking crazy. You're saying Ray J's power is so strong that he could damage even the La- best rapper's career. Before the last time I seen Fabulous, he had on you know a backwards jersey, right? Being the man, Fabolas, my bad, my bad, Fabolas. And then the next time I seen him, he was just like Marty McFly, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it ain't over. Shit, they put the Breakfast Club on the map. You can let that fly? Sheesh. This is back in the day. This is like 2011. shit about it when he asked him straight up the nigga didn't say yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that so you punch fab in the face look look you got if you got fab number tell he say i snuffed him that's a good point yeah. Right now. Right now, he never left the club. He was scared up in there. 
He didn't hit you back. Look, check this out. No disrespect. Did they can just admit to bribing an officer to leave? <laughs> Yo, fact check Hall of Fame. <clears throat> this week inductee William Ray Norwood Jr., born January seventeenth, nineteen eighty-one, known professionally as Ray J. I'm with it. An American singer, songwriter, rapper, television personality, actor, and entrepreneur. My nigga. I don't even know why that came on, but that was just like, that's some good Hall of Fame music. <laughs> oh, I, was that Ray J? <laughs> no, that's oh, Dave East. Like, Damn, <laughs> man. I thought that was some Ray J, son. I can give you some Ray. Yeah, give me some Ray, yo. Oh. Sound like Ray was about to float on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to put the one on. Give it to me, yo. Hold up. <clears throat> Born in Macomb, Mississippi, raised in Carson, California, he is the younger brother of recording artist and actress Brandy Norwood and the first cousin of rapper Snoop Dogg. Uh. Ooh. Who did this beat? This is the Ralph. Right. <laughs> the Death Like oh two, <laughs> had to be oh one. My fault. This is nineteen years old. Yo, this is bananas. I can do this dance to this, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, look at the artwork. Give it to me. It's all green. Oh damn! Scandalous. <laughs> With the diamonds in the that J. That boy sharp. Woo. Shout out Ray J, son. That boy sharp. Um, if you just want to, if man. you want to come back, what you need? I said, I told Ray J, send me a scooty bike. Oh right. Man. If you want to uh, bang bang back with some more Ray J while I'm reading this shit, you just go ahead and do your thing, cuz. <laughs> um, so he signed the Electra Records in 1995. 
and began to record his debut album, Everything You Want, the same year. The album, released in March 1997, spawned the lead single, Let It Go, which appeared on the Set It Off soundtrack. Let It Go peaked at number 25 in the U.S. and number 11 in New Zealand. The second single peaked at number 54 on the U.S. R&B chart. In 1997, he was dropped from the label. In 1998, he appeared on the Dr. Doolittle soundtrack with the single, That's Why I Lie. Let's not talk about how this Come thing on, had fan. Two, Turn two, that Neptune, up, son. two Neptune singles. Two Neptune singles. Back to back. Yo, what happened for real? Bars, nigga. No auto thing. Was this nigga Drake before Drake? <laughs> Yo, he might have been, son. <laughs> he might have been. This nigga's rapping and I know he sings the hook. Son, this is like a 32, bro. <laughs> it's a minute 20 in. <laughs> this is my shit, yo. <laughs> wow. Rapping and singing his own hooks before Drake, yo. Fam. This a whole eight years before Fam. Drake came out, With, yo. This, this still 01? Yeah, same this album, nigga, yo. Come on, fam. We in 2020 was, and niggas nigga doing, doing this, this shit. Rapping the verses and singing the hooks. He was doing that shit. You know what? I'm going to just fast forward to this shit. What, what the fuck is the name what of album this, album? is this one, yes, yo? yo? Oh, man. Um, This ain't a game. This ain't a game. That's this what that nigga lets you know it wasn't a come game. Come on, fam. Hit, that's just his... Yo, bruh. This is his second album. His second album. He's working with the Neptunes, Rodney Jerkins, and Lil' Kim, and several other producers and singers for the second studio album. This ain't a game. The album was recorded over 18 months and released on June 26, 2001 on Atlantic Records. Nigga, this nigga was on Atlantic Records before any of these niggas. Wait a minute. Peaked at number 30. God damn it. Formal invite. Peaked at number 54. God damn it. Put some respect on his name. After, that shit was so hot He took niggas, two years off Get it still There's still <laughs> more. We can still even go Hold up He took two years off Yo you killing him right now DJ. God damn it Fresh off quarantine, baby. We back. Underground content kings in this bitch. You already know what time it is, man. Fact check podcast. Episode 28. Yo. Nigga, Ray got a lot of shit, bro. You ain't gonna find the shit nowhere else, yo. Hold up. What's that? Sexy Can I? Right. What was that on? Uh, Was that on radiation? Is that radiation? No, no, no. It's not on radiation. That's not radiation? Hold up. That was on the one after radiation. Uh, All I Feel. Mm, 2007. Hold up. Hold up. 
He dropped that after the sex tape, nigga. Now, here go another one. Son, you ain't gonna do it to him. feature. Okay. Ray J was like, yo, the new boys, they was jerking while he was on the second hook. This nigga Ray J has been on bangers. This was Since, yo, 2009. Ray J been in the game <laughs> 20 fucking years, yo. Put some respect on his name. I think he's a legend, bro. That's one line, man. Yo, fam. Then, I mean, like we said, sex tape with Kim Kardashian. It listen nigga to do it. I hit it first. Matter of fact, can you spin that for me, bro, while I'm loading up the rest of these accolades? Yo, let's, let's not forget, yo. He was the first nigga that had seven Rolls Royces outside. Seven. Indoor pool and an outdoor pool. pool. Outdoor pool. Indoor basketball, indoor basketball court, court. And an outdoor, outdoor basketball, basketball court. court. And, you and know he was with the money team, and they had just made 350000 Who else you know played piano live? HBO. Money team. Nobody. Shout out Kanye West. Honey got Bobby Brackens on here. And he got it on video. Highest selling porno of all time, nigga. Five million out the gate. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Hold up. How can I not? Hold up. Yo, fam. I don't even. It's one I definitely missed. I don't even want to talk about 2009 when he started For the Love of Ray J. Basically. You know what you got to give me at the this, yo. What is that? I need that one wish, yo. That's what what this says this is. I need that one wish, yo. That ain't it. Let me go on Apple, man. Title, you wildin'. That wasn't one Yo, wish. Two. <laughs> I think I just swallowed a fucking fly. Oh, Lord. Jesus Christ, man. I hope I don't get malaria off that shit. What is this? I've never heard this version. No. Oh. Fact Check Hall of Fame, episode 28. Ray J, baby, we out here. You hear the melodies, nigga? Sound like some thug shit. He was on the guitar. He was on the guitar. Tell me, this, tell me this don't sound like a thug melody, yo. What? 
Who was the first nigga singing in the rain? Ray J. Fuck out of here, bro. Put some respect on his name. Yo, Gunna and Money Man rap over these guitars right now. This was 05. Ace Boogie, we see you. This sounds like this could have been an A Boogie song. Real talk, bro. Hey, Boogie, you should get with Ray J and do the part two, bro. <clears throat> also, no disrespect to the dead, but he did tap Whitney Houston, too. Um, <coughs> now, we ain't got to talk about Raytronics. We ain't got to talk about Raycon Global. Just know Ray J is the fucking man, yo. And he is now inducted into the Fact Check Hall of Fame. Salute to you, Ray J. Hell yeah, man. Oh, shit. I really think I swallowed a fly. I'm upset at myself. All right, what else you got for me, yo? Oh, man. Plant check, sweetie. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that one. It's another one. It's like, it's kind of like, it's it's a given. So I ain't even got to talk about that. What we talking about? Uh, What's her name? Um, Coy Leroy. Or Leroy. (laughs) Where did this bitch come from? It's Benzino's daughter, bro. All right. I'm like, That's what the fuck is that. this, yo? I saw the Vlad interview, and Vlad basically was like, yeah, me and your father was cool, mm. but we not so much no more. And she was, he's like, we talked about it off camera. She's like, why you don't want to talk about it on camera? He was like, so why? Right, so look, I always used to give your father interviews. Anything he wanted to come up here and do an interview for, I would do it. He's like, before I even had Vlad TV, when I just was doing the site, whatever your father wanted to come up talk to me about, I always did it. One yeah. time he hit me up about an interview like a year ago or something, year and a half ago. Uh-huh. He was like, yo, um." Yeah, he wanted me to interview him, but he's like, I didn't have the time, and I didn't really want to talk about that topic nowhere. So he's like, he got mad at me because I told him, no, nah, I don't really got the time in my schedule to do it, plus it ain't really something I'm interested in covering. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, Benzino come out here with Vlad as a culture vulture and all of this, but for all these years prior, me and him was cool. Yeah. Like, I, look, I saw a video of Benzino sitting there smoking a blunt talking about something. I don't know who this is, so I ain't asking. Don't be liking that. It's important you to text me or call me back. You know, I don't be liking random numbers hit me, but seen a video of Benzino smoking and shit. Looked real weird and old. Like he was on roids. He was that way for a while, bro. Oh, is he on roids? Probably. Like, you know a lot of them niggas get on that uh HGH and shit. That's what that shit looks like. Looks like he's on roids. That's probably one of them fucking car dealerships trying to sell me a car again, bro. What you about to get? You about to get that Tesla? Nah, fuck that. I'm broke. I'm trying to save. I was inquiring about a um, 392 charge scat pack joint. I have no idea what the fuck you just said. Scat pack? Yeah. It's a charger with a uh, like 485 horsepower. For what though? Are you racing? You fast and furious? Nigga? No. It's just a step under the Hellcat. I do seven, like them Hellcats, yo. It has 707 horsepower, so. I do like the Hellcats, yo. I, I honestly want to track up with them shits like 89s. Yo, my <laughs> nigga, we have dropped, this is episode 28, so we on uh, playlist 27, right? Would that be? We start on the second, the second episode? Yeah, because I think we just, uh, no, it's that's not how that worked out. But um, I think we are almost caught up. Fucking playlist uh, episodes. Did you see the shit where they was trying to say uh, the 
NBA Young Man's uh <laughs> his album cover looked like uh Roddy Rich's. Yeah, and I seen Roddy Rich beating none of that shit too. I don't think Roddy give a fuck. Cause Roddy had a nice run. What else happened, yo? <clears throat> Playoff basketball. Who you got, yo? Who's gonna win these playoffs, bro? Out the West, yo. It seems like it's gonna be a toss up. It's been the best series in a minute. Um, so who's left? Uh, L.A. In, and Houston. L.A. And L.A. L.A. and uh, Dallas. Nah, Dallas is out. Dallas is out. It's oh, it's the L.A. and Nuggets. Um, the Nuggets. And then the East is Boston, Toronto. Yo, Boston about to win this whole shit. Miami and uh. The finals is gonna. The finals is gonna be Boston and Toronto. Boston and the Lakers. No, Boston and Toronto is going to be the real finals. And then whoever makes it out the West is just going to get decimated by Toronto or Boston, you know, because Boston they're not as fucking deep. Round at all. Yeah, they're not as deep as those teams in the East. Like, niggas be shitting on teams in the East, but them teams be deep as The fuck. East, like, yo, they, like, yo. I watched the, uh, it's a dude, Famous Los 32, be on Facebook making the basketball highlight videos. Okay. Like putting his own commentary behind him. Oh shit! I'll be watching them shits. I watched that. You know, he showed uh, who was it? Uh, Jalen Brown off of Boston. Mm-hmm. Sheesh! Like I knew them. I knew that nigga was good, bro. But yeah, no, watching that, that highlight, I was yeah. like, oh, he be putting niggas together. Like that's how nice Luca is. Like you don't really know until you, like, you watch, watch that clip. shit. Yo. Like I watched a clip of Luca, man. I'm like, sheesh. Nah, you know how I knew Luca was the man. Playing with that nigga on um the game on two K yeah like I I heard of this nigga but I ain't know and it, he just wound it up on my um because when I play the game I don't do the my player shit I play the uh, my league like yeah. I get a team and shit and he was on my team Did you get the new one this nigga um yeah I, I get that shit I mean I ain't get it yet but I get that shit but um let me ask you son you a content creator yo like with with all these revelations going on with how these major DSPs are doing niggas with the podcast and shit. Like, what do you think is the best way to, like, have a podcast now? Do you think people should go the DSP route, or do you think people should just, like, try to have their own platform and Like, shit? honestly, yo, like... What are your thoughts on this the topic? One, the one platform I always say, yo, like, that really, really, for the whole podcasting thing, and it's like, these niggas almost went out of business a couple years ago. And it's fucked up. It's SoundCloud, bro. Like, niggas like, niggas give SoundCloud no, like, they don't get the, the props that they should get. What for kind being, of props should they get? Because you got to remember, without SoundCloud, there's no RSS feeds. You get what I'm saying? There's no distribution of RSS feeds? Right. Correct. So, it's like... <laughs> This whole shit, like, unless like unless you're doing the whole like exclusive deal with a Spotify or mm. a title, your shit's not getting out there without them. True. You get what I'm saying? Like Joe and them, of course Spotify, Apple, like title, they're gonna have their ways around it because Well from DSPs. what I'm from what I'm hearing, it's about to be subscription based things. Like niggas really about to hop on OnlyFans with that shit and shit like that. I get it because if it's almost like yo being an independent it's like Joe said this shit's turning into the music business 
it's like this. This shit's it's gonna be to the point where it's like you're gonna have to sign with the DSP, mm-hmm. or you're gonna have to be an independent nigga. And it's like, I feel like, and then the when shit, you sign with them, they can put shit in your RSS feed. Right, that's some bullshit. And I get it's gonna be like, so and I feel like even SoundCloud is gonna start taxing niggas sooner or later. Like if you if you podcast, that's the thing about SoundCloud. I feel like they so dumb they don't even realize like what's going on. They they could have been charging niggas. Look, bro, they could have been even Spotify. Even if it's ten dollars a month, yeah. if you going if you're gonna be podcasting and using us to put the RSS feed out to get your shit out, give us a cool ten dollars a month. No, nah, that is what they do. Is it? Yeah, because you can't get the RSS feed without having a paid account. Real spill. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. That's free game for y'all dumbass Oh, niggas. see, I never knew. You know, I don't really like putting the sauce <laughs> out there, but that's free game. Like, it's see, really not that deep, bro. To get your RSS feed, all you got to do is give SoundCloud like $15 a month, bro. That's not even bad because you got... You got only, m- only thing I've heard about SoundCloud, and we haven't hit the wall yet, but I heard there is a wall where they start knocking the old shit off. Because uh, once you, you max so out, yeah, that's understandable. And that's when you gotta start fucking with other shit. You know what I mean? And maybe that's, hmm, hmm. Is that a part of the reason Joe and them did the deal with Spotify? Nah, so their backlog uh, will still be up. Well, that too, yeah. Like niggas don't know. It's all and foreign I guess territory. That might have been bro. part of the reason where they was like, "Yo, we want to be able to put ads in the back catalog." That's why I like it, yo, because this is like the new rap game. Like, but this is like it's, instead of like nineteen seventy so and right, eighty, in twenty twenty, where niggas got access to the information. Yeah, like, why don't niggas have a podcast label? Like, and that's that's the one thing I keep. I was trying to like I was trying to tell my man who has the label like, like the ringer. I kept trying to tell that's my the only man one I like know, yo, uh, Buzzfeed shit I kept, like that. I was t- trying to tell my man this shit and us like, nigga the wave. I kept telling him. I said yo, like when my man was doing his shit, I was like you got to try to do this shit like Jack was doing. I was like Jack's it, he's he's ahead of the he's ahead of the curve, mm-hmm. and my man's like what you mean? I was like he has a podcasting company, yeah. like. What did he consider that shit? It was like I don't even know if he considered it a label, but that's it's, it's essentially damn, what it is. That's all the podcast a network, network is. It's a fucking you label. Bro. All of these, you got all these podcasts. You get ads for them, but you get ads that fit their demographic. You ain't got no bogeys, do you? Nah, like I never heard an ad on tax that didn't sound like some shit he'd be putting in there. Like nah, he had reads on bevel. But I'm saying, bevels, that's some shit that you could see a nigga using. Yeah, like, but at the same time, like, Joe was trying to school us on that, too. It's, like, really no reason for you to have that shit in there. Yeah, he, if he, that, if you're, now, if that's what you're solely getting money from, I feel like that's cool. But you remember, he also did, like, Tax did an interview with Tristan Walker, too. So it was like... Yeah, now, see, you know... It's shit like that, like, yo, he did an interview with him, you know, Tristan Walker was tied in with Nas, like, it's hip-hop shit, so it's like... All right, yeah, we're going to support this shit because it's some hip-hop shit and it's going directly at the top shit in the market, which is the Andy's, the Andy's uh, T-outlines. That's what that's, it was like. Really, it was going against the, uh, what's the shit called? Dollar Shave Club at first. Yeah. That's what, and Bevel was specifically made for like, I don't want to say it, but black people and people with curly hair because no, it's like supposed to shave you with, it's supposed to keep you from getting razor bumps and all of that shit and they've got all the products that you get with it yeah. to keep you from getting razor bumps and they came out with the the, the trimmer, Nas put the shit in the song, you feel what I'm saying? 
my signature fade with the bevel blade. It's a major key. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Combat Jack was smart enough to know, like, yo, this company and this these people were, they they doing some shit. They making moves. We need to be getting ads from them. Like, like, like I told niggas, niggas was like, yo, I said, yo, before he passed, I realized that shit right after he died. All of the loudspeaker shit started popping up on title. Yo, um, so yeah, that'll be an ongoing conversation on here. And the craziest as shit, we try to figure out the funniest our lane. shit. I think Joe said was when he was like, "Yo, when he first went to Jay Z and was like, "Yo, will I be able to get like numbers and shit from you?" Yeah, he wanted, sign, He was like, "No." Yeah, because he wanted proprietary information. And then he was like, "Yo," then when he went to Spotify, they was like, "Yeah, we'll be able to give you the numbers." And they lied. And then when it's time to get, he was like, "Damn, yo, Hov was right. I should have just." He was almost like, "I should have just signed with that nigga." Like, at the end of the day, nigga told me off the rip, no, I'm not giving you the numbers. Like, he kept it a buck with me. I should like, It was almost like, damn. The nigga, like, was telling me nobody is basically, yo, I own, I'm in direct competition with them. If they're telling you, we're gonna, they're going to give you the numbers, but I'm telling you I'm not. Who you think telling you the truth? That's kind of what it almost oh, was. They're so secretive about how much a stream is. But they you do them. not want niggas to know that shit. I don't know how, like, yo, that's the thing. They don't have, because they don't know. Nah, like, they, they don't have, want you to know. No, they, I feel like they have to know when it comes to their business model and how it matriculates money for them, per yeah. se, whatever that business model is. And I, that's the thing. That's why I feel like it's so funny, because I feel like it's different for each individual one. I feel like a stream is different on Apple than it, it is, is on Spotify. Is that they all paid it is on title. You know they what I'm all, saying? Like, yo, they, they showed it, niggas. They showed, like, yo, they always <laughs> showed the little breakdowns. And a lot of niggas be like, yo, like, I tried to tell niggas from the jump, like, yo, when it came down to it, I felt like, yo, I'm, I wanted title before I wanted Apple. You feel yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? And t- if it comes out, title pays the most out of everybody. They pay the artists. They have the highest payout, like, per stream or some shit like that. Or per... However many streams it is, title pays out the most. So it's like, of course, like, but it's like, because it's, Jay runs the shit. It's Jay shit. Niggas like, oh, it ain't all black owned. Yeah, but my nigga, Apple ain't none black owned. <laughs> Spotify ain't none black owned. Like, I had to tell a nigga that. Like, yo, <laughs> that shit ain't. <laughs> niggas love talking black owned. As soon as I say, why you ain't got title then? Niggas got a million excuses. <laughs> I mean, I got title. I prefer Spotify, but not anymore, to be honest with you. Hold up, though. I'm about to um. I got this joint. On uh, I'm gonna give him a shout out and shit. All right, it's called the Numbers Game One on IG. So they basically like you know me. I like facts and shit. Right. All right. So I'm gonna just give you a couple joints they had on here recently, and that'll segue into our next conversation. Um. Because we got a new, we got a new model for y'all niggas. We ain't gonna tell y'all to the end of this shit though. We still got another forty minutes we could play with for real, for real. That's early. It's only eleven forty. Um, yo, Tory Lanez has experienced a forty percent decrease in audio streams since Megan addressed uh, the shooting incident. Tory Lanez audio streams have plummeted by forty percent after Meg addressed the alleged shooting incident. His streams were consistently in the 20 to 30 million range, but now de- decreased to below 10 million. Mm. And that's from Forbes and everything. Yachi. That's fucked up, bro. For him. Stupid motherfucker. 
All right. Out, this is the next shit I want to talk to you about, though. I'm going to ask you, what do you think the highest grows in hip-hop tour of all time is? Fact check, nigga. Of all time? Had to been, this had to been, I'd say, probably. Hmm. Think more current than. More current? Yeah, think more current. Astro World. That's a good guess, but no. It was uh, Drake and Future. Sheesh! 84 million. Uh, 752,000 number of tickets sold. 54 shows done. Uh, Drake's Summer 16 tour in 2016 alongside Future is the highest grossing hip-hop tour ever grossing the estimated 84 million. uh, What album was he fresh off of in 16? Um, That fresh off of More Life and all Uh, of that? Make it happen, nigga. Let's go back. But with that being said, what's your favorite tour of all time? Hard Knock Life. Did you go to Hard Knock Life? No, but just watching back and talk about something I went to. Yeah. Well, no, you ain't had to go to it. I was just asking, though. You ain't go to Hard Knock Life, though. But that's I, your favorite I was, tour? I was young. I was young, man. That was, I had to have been like 10. But I just remember watching backstage and was like, damn, yo, this was all on one. This was all concert together. Yeah. Like, I know niggas that went to that shit. I didn't go, unfortunately. Oh, uh, honestly, another one I heard was great. Mm. Was another J tour? Was that American Gangster tour? Who else was on there? Nobody. <laughs> 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 That's probably when he started being like, "Man, fuck these niggas." So he's just niggas. coming off of views. Yeah, and Future would have had what Dirty Sprite too. Yeah, man. They was probably out there, smack. and they probably would have had. What a, to... what a time to be alive yeah. came out. Oh, like I, niggas be niggas be wanting to knock future like yo, that niggas high up there and like them niggas in the game like why? Because he he sold records, he proved he could do that. Okay, he's done the, the like just even though like they said on the Drake and Future tour, I don't know if it was this one. Mm-hmm. They were like yo, like future shit wasn't as crazy as Drake's, but at the same time, even be on tour with, for Drake to be like yo take this nigga on the road with me. Like, because Drake is one of them niggas you know he gets to pick. Mm-hmm. Like he said it. Like when they told me take an R&B nigga on the road and I said no and went with Kendrick and Rocky. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he gets to pick who he's going on the road with when you at that level. Mm. You deciding who open up for you. It's like, it's almost like, and it's almost like Future's not even opening up. It's like, yo, they're co-headlining. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you get the co-headline a tour with Drake. Not just because that's your man, but because he knows you can fill them seats. I don't know. Future's like top tier trap shit. Like, is he really though? Still, you gotta think like yo. He's probably, I'll say like out of the nick, you gotta put him up in that tier with Gucci chains, Jeezy. No, I don't. You gotta remember, yo, Future's not a young nigga neither. So he's like. And it's like, as far as his rapping goes, down there, he's respected. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I never understood the big deal. I never got it. Ever. Because he came out of uh, Dungeon Family. like he, So he gets the... I think that's one of the reasons he got... So he was a plant. No. He just rapped with them niggas back then. Why wasn't he a plant, though? Because he didn't... He never put nothing out with him. Hey. I don't believe so. Okay. 
if he did, but no, you're right. Like so, you gotta figure. Future came out under Rocco, right? So, and Rocco right. was just a street nigga that just happened to finesse some shit in the game. Rocco just happened to be fucking with the right people. He was Yo, he's do, Monica's baby father. Do I dare fact check Future? I'm sorry. Do I dare plant check Future? And it's like, yo, true life said he's like... He's only 36, bro. Hey, not a young nigga. Not 20-something, you feel me? Nigga older than me. That means when he came out... And Pluto doesn't sound anything like the shit he makes today. Oh, hell no. Let's be clear. It's progression. Pluto... Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> nah, fam. Okay, not with yo, not with this nigga. I'll say not like, with yo, this nigga. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rolling with that. What's the one? He, he goes from he goes from Pluto in 2011 to Dirty Sprite Two in 2014. That's four years. All right. So 2013 is where Scooter comes into play. That's where his shit changed, nigga. But hold on. Because all he did was take Scooter shit. Let's be real. The niggas run together, though. I don't care. I don't it's care. It's little Mexico. <laughs> and they were both signed to fucking A1. But the niggas came out man. together. I just don't like Future, bro. You got to remember, yo, this nigga had a run. Did he Future, really? Mi- he didn't have an album run. Did he really, He had though? a mixtape run. Did he really? Future's... So you want to talk about Free Bricks? <laughs> did he really, You want to talk Free Bricks? Okay. Him and Gucci. Okay. You got this. These not even in order. Let's go to. We can go to just mixtapes in order. No. <laughs> mixtapes. He's got Dirty Sprite. True Story. Free Bricks. Streets Calling. Astronaut Status. FBG the movie. Then he went. Black Woodstock. Never heard that shit. Guess it was a movie. You haven't heard a... half of these shits, nigga. No, Let's be I've real. Heard no Sleep, Monster, Beast Mode, 56, Purple Rain. Like, that was when Future really. Monster, Beast Mode was when he really found his. his that's the Future sound we got today, for the most part. Hey, bro, you would know better than me. You feel me? He has hella plaques, though. I give him that. Nigga sells records, bro. You know another nigga, too, man, who sells a lot of fucking records. I don't know if I said this a couple weeks ago or not. Fucking mm. A Boogie. <laughs> that nigga's got plaques, bro. Like, 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 what for kind singles. Of plaques, like gold and platinum. What's your favorite A Boogie song, man? Exactly. Say what's real. I believe that's <laughs> what it's called. Out Tell head, me it's nigga. real. It's well, off. It's off of one of his first tapes. Nigga, you don't like these niggas. You just like their songs, bro. And then you don't fucking even remember half of the shit they be talking about. You know? Give me an A Boogie line. <laughs> I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, fam, like, come on, yo. Fuck that. Give me a Don Q line. 
down the queue. Um, nope. Fuck is my shit. Uh, it's taking you too off, long. First off, I'm the effing man. Oh, man. I'm, Come on, I'm yo. I'm a little smack. I, I see what you're saying, yo. He got plaques. He he's got, got plaques. Hey, Boogie's got plaques. They, they a lot of, got a lot of golds. Hey. A lot of golds. But, yeah, hey, Boogie's you. a streaming nigga, though. Yeah. <laughs> he streams. True, you know, true, true. Only nigga I... I the one nigga they not really going it's only like of course nobody's going to be able to fuck with Drake and they said Uzi streams like ridiculously but I could see that though yes yeah, uh, Uzi Drake and uh, Youngboy like Uzi shit reason. they say Youngboy has like been the number one on YouTube for like for the longest that's what the kids listen to no they ain't get because they ain't got title and shit they can't afford it <laughs> niggas just on YouTube <laughs> with the advertisements <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, you got five for this week, son? I do. Let's go back to my Fuck shit. Is my shit. I'm kind of furred right now, too, bro. Sipping that champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking champagne, nigga. We fresh off. Well, I'm fresh off quarantine. What you got for me, yo? I got that uh, Mozzie joint. Death is calling. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm gonna put the Big Sean, still I rise. Okay. Courtesy a half a mil, um, city on lock, featuring Nas. Let's see what else have I been listening to. There's another old one, but it's like a, I was just listening to it going through some of Hit Boy shit, which is the, grinding grinding my whole life. You ever heard this shit? Some Davies or something? No, this is just Hit Boy and his crew. Niggas got his father on hand rapping. Like, nah, I never heard something if the nigga put his pops on the song. That's what's up. I always thought that shit was cool. When I'm at four, was that three? Yeah, I don't know, nigga. I got my five. I, don't, you know. I didn't write them down. Yeah, you out here reaching. Go ahead, give you I'll send you the rest of mine. Man, I got 42 Doug back. Uh, what is that? Bagging. K Trap with the work. Big Sean and Young Thug, respected. Flea Lord, West Side Gun, R&B Lord. You're going to like that shit. And uh, Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher, Frank Lucas. You see that Benny No Jumper? Yeah, it was kind of weak. It was like them sitting there running their mouth. Like. Him and uh, Joe Button was weak, too. It almost... Like, I want to see people that don't. No, nah, I guess that wouldn't make sense. They don't. They aren't fans of them. I guess or don't know a lot about them. No, because then they wouldn't know what the fuck to talk about. You know what I mean? That's true. That's the thing about. That's it. why like I'm so disappointed someone... in that you know Ti interview. The, has which McCallit uh interviewed they had, interviewed his ass yet? Any of them niggas? Nardwar, his weird ass. No, I don't think so. Like, I don't give a fuck with nobody say like my man was like yo he's the feds. I was like he might be. Who Nardwar? <laughs> Nardwar just be nah, knowing. Nardwar. He'll just say some random like. The fact that he be figuring, finding out this random shit about them, yeah. and he be like, "Yo, how the fuck you know that?" Narwhal like, been doing this shit since the nineties, bro. Yeah. Talking about Narwhal, the feds. That's funny. He be knowing everybody's shit. It'd be funny to see a Benny Narwhal interview. All right, yo, anything else before you want to get the fuck up out of here, yo? It's a new one. What? Yeah, I got a couple new ones, bro. Anything else? Oh man, good to be back. 
Content King show. Make sure y'all check out all the shows on the wave. Merch coming soon. Man, www. On Fridays, bro. Yeah, bro. Fact Check Friday, bitch. www.factcheckpodcast.com. Episode 28, Fly Fonzie, Frankie Grimes. Um, if you're listening on a DSP, you might get 30, 45 minutes of this shit. <laughs> if you're listening on our website, we're going to drop the whole thing. That's what we about to do for y'all niggas. So um, we about to run some contest and shit just peep the format in the next couple weeks and y'all niggas stay tuned we out they don't want the molly he retarded and shit take a look off in my closet a lot of robbers and shit and mj bring us ain't shoes out i'm still copping them shits billy coos at home with trucks and robbers and shit i do this so low low i have to worry again and can't can't get me like pops and round robbers and shit that goji sosa girl he dunking paparazzi again you looking for me i'm in the woods with holly and shit bitch i'm cooler than a cooler big shouts out to my true and lick been rich ever since say chief so suppose that's wrong these broke ass niggas need tulips i'm a rich ass nigga hallelujah bro niggas we see right through you bitch chief so's getting that moolah bitch i'm cooler than a cooler Shouts out to my jeweler Hit a lick, man, rich ever since Say cheap, so some boat, that's a rumor These broke-ass niggas need tuners I'm a rich-ass nigga, hallelujah Bro, niggas, we see right through you Bitch, cheap, so getting that moolah Bitch, I'm cooler than a cooler Big shouts out to my jeweler Hit a lick, man, rich ever since Say cheap, so some boat, that's a rumor These broke-ass niggas need tuners I'm a rich-ass nigga, hallelujah Bro, niggas, we see right through you Bitch, cheap, so getting that moolah